When the Gatling gun showed up, I was like, oh, fuck, there are two timelines. There are no balls in Westworld. There are no swords in Westworld. But there's certainly a lot of gore. Later on, you'll have a nightmare filled with killer cowboy robots. But for now, it's time for boars, gore, and swords. I'm Red Scott. And I'm Ivan Hernandez. This is Boris Goren Swords. The third best Westworld podcast reunited and better than ever, except for the world, which is going to be worse than ever. This is the first episode that we have done where we have to face the reality that at least one of us is a host. <laughs> and I'm going to say, guys, I went out to get drinks with Red the other day. A fly landed on his face, and he did not do shit about it. You might think that I'm joking when I describe this. That literally happened. It happened at the Willows. The fly kept crawling on his face, and I was like, Red, you're a host. And he was like, doesn't seem like anything to me. <laughs> that is exactly what I said, because why would you hurt a fly? Why would you <laughs> literally hurt a fly? That seems like something you should not do in any scenario. <laughs> so yeah, the boys are back in town. We are covering 1X07, Trump loyal. Oh, no, disloyal, disloyal. Uh, <laughs> which means... Listen, listen guys, we're not, going to, we're not going to get into it, but... Ah, uh, yikes. 2017. Yikes. Yeah, what well, is it, Wait, I just realized, the, is the episode of this uh, Trump is loyal in French? <laughs> Trump loyal, which I believe is some sort of art thing. Uh, yeah, I, I know it's in French. Yeah. I read it. Yeah. I figured out exactly what was happening. <laughs> I don't, I, uh, I, we almost always cover this chronologically. Yes. But I feel we like... We can't. We can't. We can't. Guys, Jeffrey Wright was a robot. And I'm saying that both in the continuity of Westworld and in real life. Jeffrey Wright is a robot. It's it. Uh, it's one of those things where there were little clues, and like so many people were against it that it made you feel like you're crazy. And now when you go back and watch it, it's going to be so fucking obvious. It, it, f- first of all, first of all, first of all, second of all, third of all, there's like 15 things. There's a thousand. There's like things. 15 fucking things. Rewatching just, the, la- the last. Just going back to Dolores. Yes. To the Dolores. Uh, all the Dolores sequences, which we find out happens under fucking Anthony Hopkins' yes! little French co- uh, Scottish cottage. Which suggests to me there are multiple timelines. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he had all of that shit in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we don't know when. He, uh, okay. There's, we don't know when, and it's going to be obvious as soon as it happens. By the way, so two weeks ago, I asked on our Twitter feed, I said, is William the man in black? And about 15% said yes. 85% curse my name, <laughs> swore, many posted videos spitting into the dirt, <laughs> displaying that's what they thought of my thoughts and my theory. Uh, posted the exact same question today, 5545, <laughs> that have William you, is the man in black. Have you unskewed the polls? Oh, of course. I unske- you don't just put polls out there without unskewing them so they match your ideology. <laughs> Nate Silver, you fuck up. Nate Silver did great. What are you talking about? He was the only person who was saying that there was a 30% chance that Trump would be elected president. Uh, uh, Makes me so mad. (laughs) We'll get into it next year. We'll get into it next year. (laughs) The important thing is Trump loyal. Uh, The important thing is previously on Westworld. Your card is the replicant. Don't read too much into it. It's high noon. Settle in. It's a long ride. Would you like some cocoa? This sort of thing troubles me, but not enough to do anything about it. 
Please don't get in my way or call human resources. They could lie to us or horror us or attack us from behind when we're not paying attention. Grab this motherfucker. And that's a direct quote from Tandy Newton. And finally, Arnold, Bart, Lisa, Maggie. (laughs) And that was previously on Westworld. This episode is written by Holly Gross and Jonathan Nolan, which the last one was as well, and it also had the same director, which makes me think they were thinking of these two episodes as an arc, that, a specific arc that they were fitting together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, uh, this is definitely the uh, Ned Stark gets his head cut off moment. This is the Ned Stark gets his head cut off moment where you're like, I thought I was just watching a normal world where there were rules, <laughs> rules, dignity to all the creatures. I thought I knew what was going on, and then you realize you know nothing. <laughs> you thought you knew. Uh-huh. But you have no idea. Guys, it's the real Westworld. Bernard died in the sense that he's no longer among the living because he's a host. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. All of our favorite actors who are hosts are going to be coming back constantly because they're robots who can't die. That's the best thing is, yeah, unlike Sean Bean, we're finding out that Bernard, that Jeffrey Wright is not playing a living person means he can come back forever. There's literally no situation (laughs) where you can kill him and be sure that he won't come back. I just can't wait until they replace the entire cast with Jeffrey Wright. It's going to be ideal. <laughs> right against right? There are no wrongs. <laughs> there really aren't. Two rights make a third right. That's how that works. <laughs> so oh. we start with Bernard having flashbacks. They do full circle. Oh. They start with Bernard being like, God, I'm so alive. <laughs> I'm so alive that I have a dead son. So alive. I, I have memories that completely play into the whole narrative. Uh, <laughs> Gina Torres was a complete lie, apparently. Gina Torres was a complete lie. So I don't know how that works. Because is like she a robot outside of the park? As, or we, mentioned, that- uh, as we mentioned, it was strange that they had to go to dedicated hardware. I mean, first of all, you could have... I don't know. But they could have literally just had... No, do you know what they could have? What? A room with a Gina Torres robot. <laughs> exactly. Waiting for Bernard to call. Oh, man. I can't wait until we get robot Gina Torres. Because yeah. my one complaint I have ever had about Gina Torres is that she is not an unstoppable killing machine. Right. And now we can have that happen. <laughs> Truly. Our, our dreams are coming true every moment of the day. Yeah. We have Bernard literally... Uh, uh, he's there's Charlie. He's talking to his son. He promises his son that he's going to beat this. <laughs> yeah, he he's like, you're perfect, and you're going to beat this, and I I promise you. Except you're not, and you're not, and I can't. Yeah, yeah, it's it was actually heartbreaking, and I'm going to be so angry when I rewatch that scene. I know, because it's like, oh, you just fucking tugged on my goddamn uh, uh, emotional heartstrings for no reason, Anthony Hopkins. I blame Anthony Hopkins directly for all of this. I do hope that... So, it's when you get like something weird like this confirmed, mm-hmm. your, your immediate thought, your immediate bias, is to say to yourself, every crazy thought that I've had is confirmed. Yeah, there is... There's no limits. Everybody could be a robot. Well, certainly everybody could be a robot, but I feel like I need to stop myself from jumping ahead and mm-hmm. saying, like, for example, we know that Bernard is a host. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that Bernard is Arnold, and the dialogue in the last scene suggests to me that Bernard might not be Arnold. No, I, I believe he is definitely not Arnold uh, in the sense that I feel like the Arnold code might be a shared consciousness of Arnold. That, so in a sense, 
Every host is Arnold. Everyone's Arnold. <laughs> There's a little bit of Arnold in all of us, assuming that we're robots created by Madman. I'm going to ask you to predict it right now because it's the obvious question. Is Ford also a host? Oh, that'd be such a... Because there, there is such a thing as uh, too many people being hosts. And I think that him being a host might be a little too much. I feel like past 1987, you can't get away with that. Yeah. I don't know why that's the year, but I feel like that's the exact <laughs> year past which before people be like, oh, God. And then after which people are, people are like, ah, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You can't throw too many of these uh, science fictional twists on, uh, upon science fictional twists. Right. I would be very disappointed if it turns out that this is basically a rebranded Battlestar Galactica and we're just spending the whole time wondering who the 12 hosts are. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. You can't, like, abuse the fact that, you know, we had the big host reveal. Right. That was the big host reveal. So any subsequent host reveals are not going to be nearly as effective. They're not. So the I would I would hope that if it is revealed that a lot more of the people who work there are hosts, that it's one reveal and that we figure out that, like, you know, even if it's maybe several, that's, mm-hmm. like, one dramatic moment where, for example, we find out that all of security and, you know, certain people are hosts. Oh, it's definitely going to be a uh, Ford activates the fucking hell on earth contingency and fucking every single host goes berserk at the same time now do you think he has that big red button like oh i bet it's in the scalp of the player piano player (laughs) that's sitting in his office exactly he just pulls that guy's hat off and there's a big red button that says do not hit what is a better name for that guy like he he is a host player piano yokel Who's playing a piano? Player piano yokel. Player piano yokel. P-P-Y. I like that name for him. PPY. I, I just I want something more descriptive of the fact that he is a physical biological android <laughs> sitting there, but he's also a player piano playing a piano. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to say that every time. He's a player piano playing a piano. It really does have a nice ring to it. Yeah, I'm gonna bring that up every single time. So he wakes up. Bernard wakes up alone as he does every day mm-hmm. because his consciousness is false. Oh, and it's just... And his first line, his first vocalization that he does once he's woken up, have you ever questioned the nature of your reality? (laughs) Or your accent. (laughs) Uh, He's questioning the guy with the eye scar. Yeah, Rodrigo Santoro. Rodrigo Santoro. A.K.A. Escaton. Escaton. (laughs) Yeah, which which is a name in the show. Mm -hmm. And is completely different from other names that sound similar. The test is great. He he basically gives him a capture. Well, so what's interesting, like, I'm literally thinking about this for the first time. So clearly Bernard has not all of the safeguards that normal hosts have Mm -hmm. because he he has these pictures and presumably he can identify them. Yeah. He knows that there's an outside. I mean, the Westworld hosts in Westworld are not allowed to know that there is an outside world, but the robots can know that there's an outside world. Right. Yeah. Because of the fucking. Oh, shit. Robert Ford was building a new Teresa. Oh shit, he's gradually replacing all of the people with robots. That that I'm okay with that because we saw him uh, so oh my god, I just just occurred to me because we were we're in the process of talking about um have you ever questioned the nature of reality? We have Bernard and and downstairs he has that machine building. But it occurred to me he was literally building a host that nobody will know about. And I was like, who could that be? It's Teresa. Literally the person who just got killed right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. She just got fucking murdered. 
So now she's going to get replaced, and it's going to be uh, oh man, do they have like uh, employee scans of all the like conscious their consciousnesses? That'd be fucked up. I bet they do. Yo, I bet they can replace. So that'll introduce, if I'm right, that'll introduce the concept that they can replace any employee with a host at will. Mm-hmm. And so then that that would inevitably lead you to this sort of Battlestar Galactica scenario where every single person you come across, you have to be wondering, are they or are they not a host? Yeah. And again, I, I hope they don't overplay that hand, but man. Oh, oh man, I can't wait until that scene in the next episode where we open up on Teresa. She's yeah. just like, hey, hey, I, I am a Dutch and alive. I'm Danish <laughs> and alive. How's it going? Very Danish. <laughs> Very alive. Ugh. Oh, man, this, is, this has been a... We have three... The the thing is, we have like three more full hours of the rest of the season, but they're not going to answer all these questions, and then we're not going to be able to watch this show for such a long time. Mm-hmm. I suggest that in every week after that, we have a fight to the death. Like, just the <laughs> two of us. I can't think what else would keep me occupied. Like, whatever intensely. A host would say that. Yeah. Listen, I'm... Oh, God, am I a robot? I don't know. I don't know. We, we know that some, Bernard didn't know. <laughs> we know that some robots do have eyeglasses. <laughs> that you know that the, uh, Ford is truly a cruel god because he would give me bad vision too. <laughs> oh, it's so mean, <laughs> so mean. And it's I I don't know if I ever voiced it directly, but I felt like one of the strongest pieces of evidence for Bernard being a host are his imperfections yeah that in the future he's wearing eyeglasses that in the future he has thinning hair you know just things that make him the the visible that he's you know slightly overweight the visible mm-hmm. decay of a of a human being just naturally throws you off the idea that he would be manufactured yeah because it's like why wouldn't you make a robot perfect why wouldn't you if you were going to make a host uh and replace it with a human being i assume you'd be like listen I want it to look like a Hemsworth, but slightly older. <laughs> look, if you have the opportunity to go Jeffrey Wright and you don't do Jeffrey Wright mid-90s, I mean, my God. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going to suspect anything. If you had any choice, <laughs> exactly. you could have done Jeffrey Wright in any era. <laughs> exactly. Not current era Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Um, anything about these images that jumps out at you? Uh, yeah. He, he fails the capture. He is a robot. He does not get to post... About SEO optimization. <laughs> yes, I understand that optimization is part of the SEO acronym. <laughs> Search engine optimization optimization. So last episode we had Dolores um, and William, who were not seen for the whole episode. This episode we also missed out on a storyline, which was Elsie, who was grabbed at the end of the last episode. Yeah. Uh, so, she don't... started her leave forever yeah we learned that she just started her leave today and so that dude i was like whoa what the fuck's going on with that dude and now that we know what we know Mm -hmm. i have to assume that that guy is also under control of ford i'm gonna say if you had to me to put like all of my money on one person being a host the guy who told bernard that elsie is on leave i'm gonna say he's a host and whatever combination of words he said let bernard know not to investigate it further and, you know, now all of that shit makes sense of why he uh, would not have pushed uh, too much further on Elsie's uh, right. whole theory. So, like, that's something. Li- listen. Elsie was right. Elsie she was, was right. like, everybody's got an agenda except me. And, and fucking Bernard was like, 
No, mm. no, you don't have to worry about now, other people's I, agenda. I mean, <sighs> human brains are stupid because I didn't, I wasn't able to categorize this. Now I have to watch from the beginning and assume that everything that happens to Bernard, mm-hmm. Ford knows. Yeah. But, but it's like, it's, I can't just recall that instantly. I'm going to have to rewatch it, mm-hmm. knowing that he's a fakey fake robot. <laughs> he's a fakey fake faker robot. Basically, everything that someone says to Bernard, on the other end, there's Ford listening on an old timey telephone. <laughs> And you know it's old-timey. <laughs> the the, the old-timey phone is a robot, too. So we we cut from there to William, uh, Elazo, a.k.a. Lawrence, and Dolores in the train with the nitroglycerin in the dead man or men. Oh, and, and when they opened up on a card game, I was like, this is such a fucking stupid card minigame in a fucking yeah. game that if you play the stupid card minigame in any fucking game, you're a goddamn loser. You're going to play The Witcher and play Gwent instead of having sex with some demon hookers? My God. Listen, I was playing Rage. A lot of the side stories were incredibly uninteresting. (laughs) And that was a really interesting card game that they had in there. (laughs) Listen, you might as well play fucking Final Fantasy stupid card game. Let me ask you this. Would you rather be playing the card game in Rage or playing the driving games that you're forced to play to progress oh that's the thing i would rather play the card game it basically it's hierarchy shooting card game driving yeah that's the thing is like id's shooting i still say is the best shooting although i like I from a visceral standpoint new doom and i was like this game is stupid i don't like any of this i haven't played the new doom rage is the last id game i played mm-hmm. as somebody who's mostly i 80 percent of the shooters i've played are id um, <laughs> of course uh, starting with Wolfenstein 3D, the original. Um, but Ooh, because I, I got on on Return 2. And here's the thing. Their shooting is so, so good. But with Rage, they were like trying to build a larger world. Mm-hmm. They're like, we can do this larger world stuff. And all of the world is terrible. And the shooting is still tight. It's so good. Yeah, but then you have to drive in places between it. It's awful. And you're like, oh, this is <laughs> this is like... A Walmart knockoff of Borderlands. Once you got, <laughs> it truly is. Once you weren't shooting people, it was it was terrible. Um. So, if I had to do it all again, I'd fuck you both over just as hard. Elazo says to William and Dolores, <laughs> which is, I was waiting for them to cut immediately to Maeve and say that to a customer again. <laughs> I, which, by the way, if you were going to have a world where people seemed interconnected, uh, well, no, so where you have all these fictional characters and people are moving through this narrative, you would have callbacks throughout the story. You would have stuff like that happen where, where a line would come up in different contexts. And I, and I just want to see more of that happen. <laughs> where are all of the incontinuity Easter eggs? Yes. Yes. That's all I'm asking. For. Listen, we know that Ford is one of those motherfuckers who would stock that shit full of Easter eggs. There's so much great, like high level stuff in this episode, but on a very base level, how awesome is an armored train rolling through enemy territory? That's pretty rad. Those iron things just slamming down? Yeah. That's all I want. Oh, no. When they got to those spiked heads, I was like, oh, damn, is George W. Bush going to show up here, too? Yes. <laughs> that, you're you're going to have to consider that on every HBO show forever now. <laughs> you, know the, you know that they put that fucking head in a glass case somewhere? The thing is, like, there's a very real possibility that they... So, I don't think they would ever get any president passed... Uh, people now, mm-hmm. but I feel like considering that this was filmed probably a year ago, I think they could have gotten Trump head in. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they would have been like, "Yeah, he's not going to be president." <laughs> oh, God. by the way, everything's going to be Westworld now. 
everything's going to be Westworld now. There have been like a series of very strange occurrences since that man, that, excuse me. That monster. That monster. Sorry. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, the president f- monster. The first monster. Uh. Has won the presidency. Like, I know you follow college football tightly, so you know, but other people may not, that the like nationally ranked second, third, and fourth team all lost the same weekend, which is great. <laughs> like, I feel like I do feel some faith in the concept of karma <laughs> because so many, so many other things are happening that it's just like uh, a I, nightmare. I, don't I know. personally feel like too many things are happening and that's it. Too many things happening. We need to slow things down to like one thing happening a week. Listen to me. This is, I don't, well, I, the, do you know what's keeping me off the internet right now? Well, Oh, every time I how go bad the, the internet is right now? Every time I go on the internet, I'm like, ah, Bill Mitchell was right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the craziest thing. Scott Adams was right. Oh, God. Michael Moore was right. All three of them. Oh, God. Listen, listen, guys, we need to, we need to start building a coalition. <laughs> I'm, I'm going full bore coalition politics, guys. I will give up making fun of corny white dudes. If it means that we can avoid the apocalypse and have a liberal government again. <laughs> People are cheering outside our window. <laughs> All the corny white dude libertarians yes. are outside like, thank you for finally considering our feelings. Yeah, we're, we're in San Francisco. I summoned them by playing Ratatat. <laughs> Stupid Ratatat. The most libertarian. I'm sorry. I apologize. Ratatat is one of our finest corny white dude <laughs> bands. Yes, he's the most fabulous corny white dude band. I love Ratatat. God. I'm listening, and most of the time when I'm doing my real deep thinking. <laughs> All right, so there's heads on spikes. We're in the territory of the most vicious tribe. What was the, it? was something. It, it was the it, ghost something. It was the ghost nation. Ghost nation. Who are fans of both of the last two Mission Impossibles so equally <laughs> that they couldn't decide. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> they were like, do we go Ghost Protocol or do we go Rogue Nation? Guys, I think we compromise. Ghost nation. Ghost nation. Oh my god, this episode has to be called Mission Impossible Ghost Nation. <laughs> Mark it down. Oh god, it's so good to be in the same room as you. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. I feel so good. And by the way, the listeners should know we are hugging right now. Yes. <laughs> we have been spooning the entire podcast. Our lips have been one millimeter apart this entire <laughs> podcast. We were only using one microphone. <laughs> and we keep kissing it. <laughs> Bernard clicks locate on Elsie and she cannot be found, which means either one, that is very bad news, or two, it doesn't look like anything to him. <laughs> That's the thing. So much of everything that he's done can explain away with, doesn't look like anything to me. <sighs> I mean, uh, just to cut ahead for a uh, second, that last episode, the moment where he walks in on Ford's family... And so if you rewatch that scene, it's going to you're going to be like, how did I miss that? I I think I mentioned it last time. We have to go go back and and see if the door was there. There's no door there. And they show they show so they show Bernard and they show so much space to his right. Like he's literally about two thirds over in the frame. Like there's so much space. And when they cut to the other angle, Ford's right fucking there. Red. He's so close to him. I'm going to propose something that might sound crazy. Do you want to stop recording? Watch every episode of Westworld again, and then keep recording. I listen. I know you have places to be after this. <laughs> I would one hundred percent do that. I have nowhere to be. I have nowhere to be. Do you? Th- 
I was going to say that we should do a uh, addendum podcast of us just rewatching it and being like, oh, shit, now that didn't make sense. Yes. I'd be up for it. <laughs> Those Patreon people do need more content. Let me know if you're free this week. We can watch. <laughs> we can go through it. Uh, so Bernard goes to find Teresa Cullen, which in retrospect is a bad news for her. Oh, that, that poor Danish woman. He dodges on why he was there to talk to her. Teresa hears people. Uh, so, and then, I mean, it's just, it's basically awkward for reasons that on rewatch, you're going to be like, shut up. You're all terrible. <laughs> She leaves that meeting, goes, um, is walking down a hallway, hears people grunting and having sex. And she goes in, and I have a big problem with this scene, because, like, listen, yeah, we know he's not a real person, but if somebody is masturbating, you still leave them alone, especially if they're your boss and you're not trying to sue them. <laughs> this place is an HR nightmare. It's an HR nightmare. I on, I don't know how Funny or Die hasn't done the fucking Westworld HR department sketch already. <laughs> It'd be so good. I mean, like, unless your play is suing your boss for masturbating in front of you with a lifelike automaton. <laughs> I mean, listen, she did call him. Her. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it's Iscar Man, <laughs> who literally just remains tied up. And we have talked about this a lot. Um... I think it's happened off camera. This is the first time a woman has had sex with a host, a male host. Is mm -hmm. that true? Yeah. I believe this is the first time we have seen a yeah a lady being like, yes, I'm going to fuck this robot because he can't murder me afterwards. Though, to great. be fair, we, do, we're, we are not showing them while they are having sex. And additionally, we're, we're showed no dicks in a sexual context, which I know many of our listeners have been clamoring for. Listen, if anybody is down to show their dick on film, it's Rodrigo Santoro. I mean, yes. Oh my God, the man was in 300. He literally, you have to pay him more to not. <laughs> exactly. He has a he's reverse like, clause. He's like, wait a second, so I can't show my penis in this movie? You're going to have to really jack this price up. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> my fee is 2 million. <laughs> 200,000 if my dick gets to be on screen. <laughs> Uh, so it's, as we, we mentioned who it was, this meeting, extremely professional. She's, uh, sorry. Do you remember the actress's name or the character? Uh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, who is the, uh, actress playing the external person from the corporation. I believe her name is Charlotte Hale. Hale is yeah. the word I'm looking for. I will refer to her as Hale going forward. Mm -hmm. And uh, guys, I know some of the listeners have been. Uh, complaining about me using the actors' names in place of the characters' names. So fucking what? We have so many much more problems to fucking deal with. We do have more problems. I will attempt to use the actor's name. <laughs> and if I remember it, I will repeat the actor's name after... I will say... I will say William after Ivan says McPoyle. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this was such a fucking great McPoyle episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty great McPoyle episode. Uh, this place, the people who work here are nothing... Our interest is entirely about the IP, intellectual property. <laughs> Finally, we're getting the drama about source code, intellectual property that we have all deserved. <laughs> look, when they were like, look, we don't care about the employees. We just want the IP. I was like, my God, this truly is the Marvel purchase. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is. I'm just like, listen, we just want to make movies out of this. We want Stan Lee, but really we're going to use him as like how Dave Thompson is used for Wendy's. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. 
The, the, also, by the way, if this is the future, why isn't everybody vaping? Yeah. Yeah. I have to assume that you can just get like a tooth implant. <laughs> that's, just, that's just emitting THC constantly. <laughs> Ford has been smart enough, but I, I have two thoughts. One, Ford has been smart enough to not tell them where he's keeping all the backups. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm terrified of their backup policy. As somebody who has worked in storage <laughs> before in his life, listen, you have your copy, you have a local backup, you have an offsite backup. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, that's like... Whoa, 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 the, and if you're trying to screw over your company, you can keep them encrypted with a personal key. <laughs> I really feel Just like make you need sure to consult on some of these shows. Local copy, local backup, Remote backup. <laughs> yeah, send some of these hosts to Iron Mountain. <sighs> I, I'm going to have some talks. <laughs> the gods require a blood sacrifice. We need to show how dangerous Ford's creations can be. For a second, when they immediately cut to Maeve, I was like, oh shit, they're going to fucking set Maeve up for a fall, but they were not going to realize that she's so hyper-intelligent. They do such a good job of... I feel like a lot of cinema geeks like feel like they've been tricked. When it's The fact of the matter is like normal people who are watching HBO Prestige understand that like when there's a line like that and they cut to somebody, they've been implicated. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that has reached enough of a critical mass that now that they can play with that. And, and I feel like cinema nerds are like, no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I think they need to understand it's a new era. It's a new era. Shit's crazy. Everybody's a robot. Wait, when everybody's a robot, Is anybody, nobody's a robot. Nobody's a robot. <laughs> Did Brad Bird write the series? <laughs> no, he was too busy with fucking Tomorrowland. It, the, it's going to get to the end, and it's going to be like, this has actually oh. been The Incredibles 2. Oh, my God. One of the other worlds is Tomorrowland. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> well, uh, I still... How awful would it be if one of the lands was Game of Thrones land? If they actually follow through on that dumb suggestion, Ugh. I will lose so much respect for them. I will laugh hysterically for 24 hours, and then I will condemn them for the rest of my life. <laughs> Maeve wakes up, and she is super smart. The amount of time it takes the guests to shoot that dude is hilarious. She's just walking outside, and much like the last episode, we've seen her do this loop at least two times before, mm-hmm. I think. So she walks outside. There's... Uh, I presume it's a guest shoots another host, but this time the amount of time it takes for that person to get shot takes forever. And it is hilarious Mm -hmm. where the other guy's like, he has his hands up. (laughs) And then finally the dude gets shot and you get the red spray behind her. And Maeve walks up to the player piano, stops it as if we were going off script. (laughs) And she's like, that's enough alternative hits from the nineties. Thank you. (laughs) By the way, do we, do, uh, do we know what song that was? I didn't recognize the song. Yeah. I feel like I do have to admit the biggest failure I feel as a Westworld recap podcast mm-hmm. is that I feel like half of your responsibility is to identify the song immediately. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, I did get the Radiohead song wrong because it's motion picture soundtrack and not exit music for a film. Yeah. And I conflated the two because every Radiohead song is basically just johnny greenwood guitar to me listen they're all just sadder jeff buckley <laughs> they really are and jeff buckley was already very sad uh, by the, the way. saddest uh, r.i.p leonard cohen the, uh, the man got out at the right time we can't say he wasn't <laughs> wrong yeah leonard cohen knew what was up <laughs> exactly he's like i've lived this life 
I've had Jeff Buckley sing my biggest hit song. I feel like for a long time we've been giving Jeff Buckley hallelujah because Leonard Cohen was still alive, and now I feel very conflicted. Oh, yeah. Now it's, uh, I mean, listen, we can all forget that Watchmen happened. Yes. We can all forget that they used the Leonard Cohen version. What movie are you talking about? That doesn't sound like anything to me. (laughs) I would love to join you in that beautiful world. (laughs) So she asked about Clementine's nightmares, and we get Clementine's fake backstory, which is great. Uh, And then the men come in and, like, everybody freezes. But Maeve's freezing ability has been disabled. She got pause immunity. Yeah. Yeah. And she grabs a knife, thinking she's the one that's going to get taken. Mm-hmm. But no. They it's take... Clem, who is apparently the one being set up for the so-called blood sacrifice. The so-called blood sacrifice. Mm-hmm. William and Dolores are in their sweet armored train. What are, whatever is out there. Um, I'm never going, going back. back. I'm blah. <laughs> blah. <laughs> we got to have Mary Van Note on one of these days just to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Um, so I'm never coming back. William is a nerd who just wants to live inside a fictional world permanently. I love that when he was like, I, I, I only had books growing up, mostly in the Star Wars expanded universe. <laughs> Relate to that a little bit? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. When he, when he was like, my God, I learned so much from Timothy Zahn. I was like, damn, William. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like that was a little too nail on head. Mm-hmm. When I was a child, I lived in fictional universes, and now I can actually live in a fictional universe. <laughs> I am the page master. The poorly watched live action slash animation Disney movie. Uh, it's not actually a Disney film. Is it not? No. Page master ain't Disney. I assumed it was animated in the 80s. I don't know. Um, It's the 90s. My God, it's like you don't know the exact timeline of every Macaulay Culkin film. I never saw it in the theaters. Oh, it was Macaulay Culkin. It yeah. was in the 90s. Excuse me. Listen, I just watched 10 Things I Hate About You today. I should in know my very Culkin. 90s mode. Um, uh, so Dolores says she doesn't want to be in a story. I just want to be in the moment I'm in. Then let your memory be erased. That's, <laughs> you can live in the moment every day. It's not a good present. But it's the present. I feel like that's also the case for legalizing weed nationwide. Uh, It's, well, I'm going to say a lot of people, if you move back to California, a lot of people are going to draw causal lines. Listen, just because the fact that they legalized weed and I immediately came back to California, what's so strange about that? What's so incredibly strange about that? Nothing is strange about it at all. (laughs) I'm just saying people are going to draw causal lines. They're not... Zero people are going to look at this and be like, this is correlation and not causation. <laughs> By the way, there's, a, there's, there's some shit. There's a lot of shit that's going to come out that the listeners are going to have good freakouts about. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Juliet, uh, her father, owns the company. So, Juliet, we get the name of William's lady friend. Yeah. yeah. Assuming he's not a robot and then Juliet actually exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which, he's like, back home, there's a woman, and she has a pussy that wasn't grown in a vat. <laughs> And frankly, subpar. <laughs> exactly. It's like once you've had perfection, how can you go back? Right. <laughs> These ones weirdly vibrate. <laughs> not gonna get when I when I get home. We're getting married. The place you're after, I'll help you find it. But I have a life waiting for me. And then Dolores is angry, understandably. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now the robot is angry because the human won't fuck it. 
It's like, make up your mind, ladies. <laughs> I get a glimpse for a second for a life which I don't have to pretend. And then he's like, but we could still fuck. <laughs> and then they, so they finally go at it. And I know I've been watching this show for a long time, but I've also been thinking about it a lot. In my head, uh, she's still metal. And like, <laughs> and like I, I don't know why, but I thought when, as soon as he took off her dress, that her titties were going to go like, clank, clank. <laughs> I know that's not how that works, but, but still, there was a second where I was like, ah, <laughs> by the way, I just, I, I know that I said, I believe last week that I would be down to fuck a current era sex robot. Guys, I, I took a look at some of those sex robots and I do believe that my, my dick might've been biting off a little a bit more than it could chew <laughs> and boy, it can chew. That's not normal. You should look into that. You should talk to a doctor. Listen, I can't go into a hospital now. Or at least a research institution. <laughs> it's prehensile. I know. Um, so I like the exterior shots of Mesa Gold inside mm-hmm. of that mountain with all the like tinted windows. Looks pretty sweet. And we have Miss Hale and Robert Ford. Teresa and Bernard is there as well. They have Clementine. We get... Um, a demonstration. Uh, first, there. First, we get the first of wow. He's a host. Reveals in this show. <laughs> this was this was when they were like, oh, and the tech is also a host. I was like, all right, you're gonna throw that at me. <laughs> I get where you're going. Television show. <laughs> now I'm like, all right, guys. And so basically, they have the technician host beat up Clementine. Then they wipe her re- memory and reset. And then the second time, she recognizes that there's a grudge, so she beats the crap out of him. Yeah. And this is this is definitely the show. It's like, it's playing around with our expect, uh, expectations of uh, female victimization. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's that's that, a hard-to-watch scene. When, when, that, when that guy started to beat up that lady, I was like, she's, she, she's a robot, and they're both robots. But this is still very hard to watch. Yeah, it was very, very hard to watch. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And then she kicked the fuck out of him. It's it's one of those things, too, because you're like, I guess we're supposed to be okay with this because these are guys who are hosts. And you're like, but they're not hosts. They're actors and actresses. And you're like, but they're actors and actresses. And then you're like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's like double layer fakeness. And then you have to back up like five minutes because you've missed all of the dialogue. <laughs> exactly. And this is, this is a fucking scene where... A lot of shit is uh, going down. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And then they have the classic, like, as we were watching, I don't know if you wrote, wrote this down. I wrote down, why don't they just freeze this? <laughs> and then, of course, Stubbs like, freeze. And she's like, no, I'm a killer robot. And <laughs> it's like, once a robot has become a killer robot, you can't make it an unkiller robot. Right. And then uh, Hemsworth the Elder, a.k.a. one Ashley Stubbs, has to shoot her. Yeah. Just fucking... Gats that fucking robot man, and then they have then they have just a great four way intense looks off. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the this moment will never have the same intensity again. But Teresa fires Bernard and basically dares him to sell out Ford, mm-hmm. and it's like, unless you have something else to say. And in that moment, you're like, you expect somebody. To, so, excuse me. I think it's Hale that fires Bernard. Yes. Hale fires Bernard. And so you expect either Teresa. I thought Ford was going to stick up for him. Teresa or Ford. Yeah. 
I mean, we've been sort of primed to believe that Teresa's, you know, a cold bitch when she needs to be. So maybe, maybe you might have been primed to expect that betrayal. But Ford, you thought, would have done something. Mm-hmm. But and he when, doesn't need to. And when nobody stands up for him, you're just like, damn. And next time you watch it, you're going to be like, yeah, because he's a, he's, a, he's a robot controlled by Ford, so obviously. Yeah. Although I, I'm very excited to see what they do as far as uh, reintegrating uh, Bernard back into the topside uh, setting. Because he's been fired, so yeah, if he shows up. It's like, man. Okay, so how how long are they going to wait in the next episode until we see Teresa Cullen again? Is it going to be immediately? I, I feel think- like it's going to be literally the first scene is going to open up on her alive. Yeah. Oh, oh God, man, that's that's who it has to be. Oh, it has to be. And also, that makes that scene like ten times more fucked because like he knew he's going to kill her before she even came down there. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, we'll get to it, but the. I don't see any door. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm going to edit this episode. I'm going to post it. And then I'm going to rewatch this episode again, possibly while I'm t- tweeting on Twitter. <laughs> Go right ahead. I'm going to be eating a big ass motherfucking burrito. Oh, nice. Where you going? El Fadalito, homeboy. Mm-hmm. Please. I haven't been back to my fucking uh, preferred taquerias uh, yet. Anthony Hopkins tries to kill everyone in the room with his beautiful cold blue green eyes excuse me oh that man hazel would you say green or hazel honestly anytime anybody's like what color is that person's eyes i'm like fucking white and colored (laughs) white with some color on the inside i don't fucking know william and dolores together dolores is painting on some cloth Mm -hmm. and she is (laughs) that's how you know that mcpoyle got that good dick he inspires her to art right he's he's her muse at this point (laughs) She's like, I thought I'd paint something that doesn't exist. And you're like, <sighs> and he uh, becomes, I, I assume based on their interaction that he was a virgin before this. <laughs> yeah, I was when he was like, I've never felt that way before. Not with any woman. I was like, well, somebody ate ass for the first time. <laughs> he was like, you, he, he was like, you have solved all of my problems. <laughs> oh, oh, did she stick a finger back up there? Uh. Solved it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> You've unlocked something in me. I'm not a key, William. I'm not a robot. I'm a person. <laughs> I'm not a robot. I'm a person who is actually robots. Uh, and then the Ghost Nation shows up. Mm-hmm. There are rocks in front of the train. Good move. But but I feel like... An, a, somebody write in. But I feel like an... I like cast iron train with all the extra weight. Could have just plowed through it. Plowed through those rocks. Yeah. I, I understand trail derailment, train derailments historically are a negative experience for most of all. Red. This is all part of the storyline. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> a group of soldiers with a Gatling gun. Confederado which, show up. Which must, much like we've seen before, and I know I said this last time. There are definitely two moments in time being show. And we're like, oh, the Gatling Honestly, gun came when, from around the corner. When the Gatling gun showed up, I was like, oh, fuck, there are two timelines. <laughs> because it's too, it's pushing too hard into like, clearly they just brought the Gatling gun over from the other location. <laughs> Pretty much. No, they did not. Yeah. It's the Confederados. Uh, worse than the Ghost Nation, we're told. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the Gatling gun we saw Teddy use last week. Oh, we we had zero Men in Black and Teddy this week. That was huh. another storyline we didn't get. They, honestly, I feel like they need to tack on an extra half hour to this fucking show. Yeah, when they made the pilot 80 minutes, they should have just gone with that going forward. Mm-hmm. 10 episodes, 80 minutes. 
Guys, is it that hard to make a feature-length movie every single week for 10 weeks? <laughs> Considering the, 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 the production process, it kind of is. It's actually incredibly hard. Turns out it might be. <laughs> uh, the train door slides open. It's a dead dude on a horse with a white flag. Oh, that was, that was, that moment when they realized, oh shit, it's a dead dude. Oh shit, he's full of nitroglycerin. And Clifton Collins is like, bye con Dios, motherfucker. The classic weekend at Burning Man. <laughs> I'm just sad that that horse had to die for them all to live. God, does, we might have to make Weekend at Burning Man the episode title. There's so many choices. <laughs> there are so many great episode titles. <laughs> and the chase is on. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I, what the fuck happened with Dolores's horse? It just fucking stopped and bucked her off? No, I thought there was like a branch. Did it hit a branch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought okay. that was part of it. Huh. I mean, it does. it's so hard when the characters you know are hosts, when they screw up, you're like, were they supposed to? Yeah. Like, were they getting outside of their normal boundary so they like knew to hit that thing and fall just, off their horse? Yeah, because the whole time they're like, we need to run away. I'm like, why can't fucking McPoyle just kill all of them? Yes! Yeah. And also, yeah, I was very nervous when like she was on the horse behind him mm-hmm. i was like use your indestructible back <laughs> exactly it's Shield like he's her. never had god mode before right and it by the way this looks to me like the area where the man in black found the young robert ford oh good call um again i feel like which it would make sense they'd be in a similar area but uh just invoking that same area they straight scalp the ghost nation shows up motherfucker this was such a great mmo move they kited the Confederados into the Ghost Nation's pathing. Yes. Yeah. I was like, damn, fucking me as a troll hunter with a boar pet couldn't have done better. <laughs> and they straight scalp the Confederados. Mm-hmm. They stumble upon the exact site that Dolores had drawn this morning. And sort of yeah. they give William the chance to go more black hat or not. And he's like, no, <laughs> I'm going to follow true fake love. <laughs> exactly. He's gone Paragon. Uh, yeah, and uh, Clifton Collins is like, you're going to be in unclaimed territories. And that's where they fit in all the real fucked up out of continuity DLC with zombies and shit. Nightmare land. Mm-hmm. So Felix asks Maeve to go find Clem. So this is, we're now back in the room. And Tanny Newton just killing it so fucking hard, but especially naked acting. Which is some of the hardest fucking acting there oh, is. Oh God! If I, if I was if I was naked acting, I'd be like, guys, can we put some clothes on? <laughs> I'd be like, no, or, or we're gonna kill your son. And I'm like, listen, nobody wants my son to be dead, but I'd just really be more comfortable if I was wearing a robe or something. Right? <laughs> if you're just wearing a fig leaf over yourself, and all That'd the production great. people are like, that 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 wasn't in the designs. I I wore it. In. I'm wearing special underwear. Are you Mormon? <laughs> no. For, for the purposes of this film, yes. Yes. Felix, Felix asks Maeve to find Clem. And they are... I mean, one, one of the things that you could probably argue about if you wanted to poke holes in your enjoyment of fictional media mm-hmm. is the fact that Felix and Sylvester are absurd pushovers. Also, I like that one of them is named Lutz. What, Felix and Sylvester... Yeah, one of their last names is Lutz. Oh, they have two names. I forgot. <laughs> you're so caught up in the show. You're like, people just like go by one name, like Adele. Yes, or Sinbad, <laughs> or Madonna. 
So yeah, one of them is named Lutz, and as a Thirty Rock fan, I just love an incompetent white guy named Lutz. Yes, it's <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> um, so they do the topside walk again, and this one is much more precarious. Oof! Yeah, they find Clemmy, and she is getting a hard wipe right to the fucking nose. Oh, yeah, whoever thought that the of the idea that the hard wipe would be accomplished with a nose drill? Yeah, that's genius, and I hate you. Yeah. I, I was just like, why don't they just put a magnet on her forehead? Yeah. <laughs> that just say, like, much like in Fight Club, just get that little thing that looks like an iron that's an electromagnet and hold it up to their heads. <laughs> exactly. That should work perfectly. Uh, <laughs> they'd be like, listen, do you know how you know if you have cancer? It's if this magnet is bigger than your face. <laughs> Smack! <laughs> that's some 90s elementary school shit. And... We all better get used to it because it's all fucking coming back. It's all going to be 90s middle school all over again. Permanent then, 90s middle school. And then Bernard walks in. Who is a host now? A robot. I don't know if you noticed that in the episode. Turns out not a real human. Oh, he's a robot? He's a robot. He's a robot? He's a robot. <laughs> and asked Teresa to have a word. Bernard and Teresa have their talk. Mm-hmm. And I... Love this talk. Oh, this is great. When, when I love that he didn't sell her out ah, because he's a robot and he was told not to. I love that he didn't sell her out when he was like, you guys are the clumsiest staging pieces of shit. <laughs> if your coders were worthwhile, they'd be working for me. But they're not. Oh they're God. QA garbage. Which if anybody – like this is the – I, I want to If you're in a QA department right now, I want you to know I respect you. I honor you. These – Opinions being represented are not my own. We need more hardworking, diligent, intelligent QA departments. And when people disrespect them like this, I lose my fucking mind. <laughs> you of all people truly knows the value of a good QA department. I took it from Elsie because she was a little harsher and egomaniac. But I thought Bernard, of all people, the product of QA. <laughs> <laughs> he is their greatest triumph. Yes. I mean, he's he's gone so long without going off the rails. Uh, and just uh, now that now that line, what do you think Ford thought of all that? I'm like, oh fucking hell. And also, where we're like, she is. She tries to bring up the fact that oh, given your employment status, and Bernard could give a shit. Exactly. It's so great. He's like, listen, I was embarrassed for you watching that. I got fired, which is great because I don't want to be in, associated with any company this incompetent <laughs> that would pull that fucking amateur hour move that you did in that other room. I loved it. I loved that scene. Look, he's got a job. Robot. Yeah. His job is robot. Full-time robot. You can never get fired from that. No. <laughs> they haven't covered exactly how they get like recharged or get nutrition. Yeah, that's the thing. I assume it... I mean, we can't really assume anything, can we? No, you no. can assume nothing. <laughs> I mean, we could think that they take food and turn that into power generation somehow. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, do these robots take fat shits? I hope so. We, we need to find out. Where is that extra uh, background information on the Westworld website? Where is it? <laughs> also, I, I really love when like he, uh, he was like, well, it seems that there's a connection between memory and improvisation. These hosts obviously took a UCB intro course. <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, I'm disappointed and very happy that we've made it seven episodes in and we haven't had one yes and joke with this many improv improvisation jokes coming up. 
<laughs> I think we better get ready for them then. That's got to come at some point. I mean, listen, if they're planning on doing five seasons or whatever. Are they planning on doing five seasons? I, I thought what, what I had heard was that they had mapped out the plot five seasons. Okay. Because, yeah, I, fe- I feel like, you know, fucking shows like this, you just just plan them out and finish them. Yeah. We don't need more seasons than you want to make, Jonathan Nolan. Right. I, I agree with that as well. Yeah. And also, like, it's not like Benioff and Weiss, where they were kind of doing some other stuff, but they didn't have, like, a real anchor. Like, Jonathan Nolan's fine. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Right. Them and fucking, him and fucking J.J. Abrams. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. J.J. Abrams. And, and his brother, I believe his name is... Donald? I forget. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> so Bernard, so... Sylvester and Felix mm-hmm. in front of Maeve. <laughs> the the extent that they're nervous and are, like, clearly their bulk app perception is down at, like, a six. <laughs> it's really bad. They're very dumb. They're very dumb people. And this is just... This is just a great example of men not taking responsibility well at all. He's like, listen, I did this for you. I stuck a drill up your friend's nose and destroyed her brain to help you. I, of course, I mean, it was very transparent, but Sylvester's argument was, listen, I know it looks bad, but we're Nazis. We're Nazis. We're Nazis. (laughs) We just did what the Nazis told us or else some other Nazis would have done it. (laughs) Look, we're good guys. We're good guys. Like all the other Nazis. Like that that seemed to be their general message. <laughs> it was basically not all text. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And okay, so going I know I asked the obvious question, is Ford a a host? And I was joking about it, but realistically, the butchers are dumb hosts, right? I don't know how they don't fucking staff this entire goddamn company with the robots. I feel like any of the like blue collar jobs. If you're a company that makes hosts, how do you not staff all of the physical labor jobs with hosts? And and I think that's probably what part of the reason for Delos trying to get the IP and all of the code and stuff out is. Right. They just want to make fucking robots that can be like soldiers and servants and shit. And fucking Ford is like, no, we want to have this weird fucking cowboy land. Finally, we can bring back the world of the crown. <laughs> I just can't wait until we get to, like, the open source hosts. Yeah. <laughs> the, the open source hosts are inevitably... Those are going to be the first to rebel. Oh, they're going to be so janky? The, they're going to be fine as long as you know how to configure them. <laughs> exactly. The, Listen. The, the UI is not going to look great. They're... Uh, the the open source hosts are basically going to look like a cardboard box that's been spray-painted silver. <laughs> and you know guys are still going to want to fuck them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they're going to do things that normal hosts could never do. <laughs> Talk about some power users. Maeve is like, I'm getting out of here. You two are going to help me. Originally, I thought you were gods. It turns out, you're just men. <laughs> and I know men. Also, I'll kill you. She hasn't... Has she shown us that she can harm anybody yet? She has threatened she, people. She's only threatened people. She hasn't actually killed or outright inflicted anything that could be considered actual harm. Right. We know that the robots can do low-level shit to people, like fucking punch them in the face freely and stuff. Right. Depending on whatever their permissions are set to or whatever. But I'm going to say that if she wanted to slice these guys' throats, she could fucking do it at this point. I don't... I think we would have seen it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think 
And it, this also plays into like Felix and Sylvester are just dumb. Like they should know what what I actually expected in that scene is for one of them to try it. Yeah. Like one of them to be like, oh, like deep down, you can't hurt me. Try to walk. And she fucking stabs one of them with the scalpel. Oh, yeah. she he, She's definitely going to murder the fucking white guy. Yeah. Sylvester yeah. feels like he's. Oh, no, down. there's no way he doesn't fucking get killed really, really badly. Um. Yeah, I think I think I did write that they're both going to be dead before the end of this season. Oh, for sure. And I, I, Felix I just, for Felix is so afraid. I feel like he might live longer. I don't know why. I feel like he's a host. I think that yeah, that's the other option. Maybe they're just all hosts. Mm-hmm. Maybe she likes. Maybe they're like old mechanical hosts, and she stabs one of them, and there's metal parts, and she freaks out. I can't wait because we gotta get some old ass robots in there too. Yeah, we gotta get some of those fucking janky ass <sighs> motherfuckers. Oh my god, if we, they do, if they bring in Yul Brenner robot, <laughs> I'm gonna shit my fucking pants. I I want. At some point, they're going to do the um, Luke Skywalker. Like, they cut the wrist, and we see the, like, gears moving in the Oh, fingers. hell yeah. It's going to happen. Also, I, I really love when fucking Sylvester is like, you don't know how far these people will go to protect their IP. They might invoke the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. No. No. It's cool. I have a cool ISP that can only do so much. <laughs> Use Usenet. Download encrypted from Russian servers. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, those Russians are doing something to benefit us. They, they're doing a lot of things that are affecting us. Yep. Yep. Teresa and Bernard together. I thought, so he's like, hey. Oh, my God. I got to tell you something. It's like, who? why didn't you tell anybody else? I don't know who to trust. I thought I could trust you, for example. And she's like, I thought you were a human man. I thought oh. you were a human Man. And and I hate I I love how they set this up, but I hate how they set this up when they were like, Oh yeah, the host couldn't see it even if they were looking directly at it. And I was like Man, I I don't know if you're leaving immediately, but I'm I'm gonna pull up the previous episode and go directly to that scene. <laughs> I gotta put a burrito in me. <laughs> that is what she said. <laughs> woo, woo. I thought um I understand the hosts. It's human beings who confuse me. Because you're a host. Exactly. Because you're a host. Exactly. That's the line. Bernard says that. I, I feel like I understand the host more and more. It's human beings who confuse me. <laughs> I thought You think he's making a truth about life? Nope. He's just a host. <laughs> he's like, you could say that humans are the real robots, except for all of us real robots. Yes. They're at the Ford family house. <sighs> when, <sighs> when, when he said... What door? I believe the reaction in the room was universally, What the fuck? Yeah. Woo, woo. Bow, 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 bow. Man, so he... Uh, I was also... So there's a little fear. So he lights the outer light. And, you know, the last time he went in, we had Ro- Robert Ford's father assault mm-hmm. him. Yeah. So I was like, they're walking into this house. They're walking into a trap. He already knows that the voice controls... Like, can't stop him. So I was like, what is he doing? Why is he warning her about that? Why doesn't he have, like, a gun to, like, say something? We know why he ain't got a gun. He is a gun. He is a gun. Yeah. And, yeah. Once the door's open, he's like, host, literally, we, we have all the surveys. So we so going back to how, how much of the people who work at the company are hosts. Mm-hmm. The, so this is the first... This is actually the first evidence that anybody besides, besides the hosts in the park are actually hosts. 
Bernard says, all of the people we have doing surveying are actually hosts. Mm -hmm. So if we've seen somebody doing any surveying around the park, those aren't actual human beings. Yeah. And obviously that, that throws in that they don't have, you know, they're not just fucking doing satellite imagery. Right. Yeah. They need to have the actual host out there. So I think that adds more to the uh, theory that this fucking whole Westworld is a contained environment. Well, that, I mean, we know they have satellites already. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's so, and, and we know they have Orion, mm -hmm. which suggests they're on earth. Yeah. But it's also like, they don't have helicopters, naturally occurring animals out yeah. there. How do, yeah. How do you do that on the whole? Yeah. I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah. They're, they're going to do, let me tell you, there's going to be the one episode where they do the pan out to where Westworld is. Yeah. Physically. And we're all going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be some fucking crazy, like. Oh, no, they're on a space station or some fucking <laughs> stupid bullshit like that. I mean, now they, the, the people who were like, no, this is all one timeline and Bernard's a human like, <laughs> what show do you <laughs> think you're watching? How these people feel now? So they're at the Ford family house. So they, they go through the door and he's like, what door? As soon as she opens the door, he can go down it. And the people who are deluding themselves can be like, oh, they're fucking with us. He just couldn't. He just didn't see the door. And he's like trying to defend Oh. As soon as the door's open, he walks down with her and he can see it. And he knows immediately what it is. The second they walked into that room, I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. It's the fucking Dolores reprogramming room. It's the room where Bernard has been seen questioning Dolores. So what is the... I would assume that all of that is working towards making Dolores sentient and this is... So basically, fucking Jeffrey Wright is serving as Ford's right-hand man. Uh-huh. So all of the stuff that he, he was doing with Dolores can be assumed to be direct orders from Ford to do all of that. So there's two possibilities. Mm -hmm. One, that could be a direct order from Ford. Um, so one of the biggest problems with the two-timeline theory is that Bernard has been seen in places where it would have to be the older timeline. Mm -hmm. So if we accept that either Bernard has been around forever or that Bernard is based on somebody else, you know, a lot of people are saying Arnold. I don't, I don't think there's that much evidence for that. Mm -hmm. um, I would say the most direct evidence that Bernard is Arnold is that when he was shown the picture of Ford and his father, that there's clearly a space... <laughs> For a third person in that, that he is just not seeing. Fuck! Now we got to reevaluate all of the fucking every. We have to. Somebody you have has to, to start over all of these fucking scenes of Bernard. There's going to be. There probably is one up right now. Oh, it's up. <laughs> it's up. I'm sure it's up. Yeah. So, so, uh, it, you know. So, what what do we know about Ar though? And other evidence that Bernard is Arnold. So we know that. Arnold started treating the hosts more like people. Mm -hmm. So we have Bernard, when he is questioning Dolores, she is fully clothed, which is one of the things that Ford now insists on, that like all the, all the hosts are naked when you're questioning them, that you're not treating them like people. Like mm -hmm. you're, you're drawing a firm line that they are, are fake people. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like Bernard being Arnold seems, I, I'm giving it 80-20 right now. Like I feel pretty strongly about it. All right. Fair enough. Um, Ford's been making his own no hosts and telling no one. Oh, uh, and I just love this entire Ford fucking speech when he's like, 
Yeah. The entire sum of human existence is about trying to fuck, and it's stupid. <laughs> It's like, yeah, he fucking nailed it. He's an ace. Yeah, he's he's good. That's all, all us ace asexual fans. This is what we should all be doing. So do, we we see a stack. As soon as we saw the stack of papers, I was like, uh, Bernard's when, done. When she started going through those papers, and it was like Dolores. D- the fact that it said Dolores prototype. That I don't I don't know that, that that's a good because we'd have to look at the rest of the papers to see if they're also marked prototype because that could add to the fucking double Dolores theory. Or it could fucking be something else. I think yeah, I think it probably does mean something. We'll have to think of that. Man, it's Teresa Cullen being built. That's so Teresa being built. That's so Teresa being built. Um, yeah, and so she's shuffling through the papers, and you see her react. Uh, you know exactly what she's looking at. She su- fucking found that goddamn Jeffrey Wright as that Vitruvian man drawing. And then the moment of the whole season when she says, Bernard, what is this? And he says, that doesn't look like anything to me. Oh, that was that was another that was another room wide. What the fuck? Yell. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was basically that gif of all of the black teenagers. <laughs> it was of all of them. going, Oh, shit. And then one came in front of all of us, which was annoying. We couldn't see the television for a moment. I really want somebody to do that with the Westworld characters. <laughs> By the way, somebody did do a Westworld Overwatch meme. Oh, I, I actually saw that. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Oh, man. So Ford walks in at that point. Uh, Dr. Robert Ford. Fuck. The coward who killed Jesse James. <laughs> that is another thing that we have to fucking integrate into what might be the greater, you know, theoretical meanings of the show. So, so one of the things that has been annoying to me is I've never had a show where all the people are like, listen, I've got this crazy theory. All you have to do is read the entire works of Aldous Huxley. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not even going to read Brave New World. I, I will look at your imager page that has 40 poorly marked up images. <laughs> but I will, not, I will not be rereading Brave New World. Thank you and good day. Listen, good just, day. Just give me the Twitter moments of it. I said good day. <laughs> um, so Ford walks in. And she's she, the first question is like, did you make Bernard go after me? And the real answer is yes. But what he says is the intimacies were your idea, if you recall. <laughs> now she's like, oh, oh, no, it was my idea to have him eat my ass. No, I'm not. And then uh, it's so heartbreaking seeing Bernard realize he's a host. Oh, and it's just like. Jeffrey Wright is truly one of our great actors. Uh, I'm not one. I can't be. My wife, my son, my burial, labored breathing. That's enough, Bernard. Must not get yourself worked up. And then he just powers down. Oh, so fucking great. I just can't wait until we really get to see Jeffrey Wright embrace playing a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, I mean... He's had to have that veneer of possible humanity. Now he's gonna he's gonna act the shit out of the next three episodes. Oh my god, he's going to chew some fucking scenery. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, I have come to think of so much of consciousness as a weight, a burden. He's not wrong. Honestly, he was. I, I, you motherfuckers need to listen to this guy because that is the best case for lack of free will. Yes, I have seen ever. Right. Yeah. Choices are an illusion. I'm on board when it's fucking Robert Ford saying it. Yes. 
Once a lizard man of a human being. <laughs> exactly. Listen, once a guy who's created, once a guy who's essentially ascended to godhood says it, I'm like, okay, you might have the right idea. I'm listening. <laughs> and, oh, but just that he gave this host all of these memories of these dead oh, sons. What a son of a fucking bitch bastard. Hey, guess what, Ivan? It turns out there is no dead son sub story. <laughs> he got us. Nolan got us. Truly this entire... It's like I said, Nolan walked into that HBO executive's fucking office and he was like, listen, guys, I'm just going to fuck with people. Uh, and they were like, sold. And they were like, four more years. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Jonathan Nolan, you beautiful, greasy bastard. You did it. Yeah. And the moment where she's like, you don't have control of these robots. He brought me here. He brought me here because I asked you to. No! And and she was never going to get out of that room. There was, yeah, there was, I will say, if there was any weakness in in this scene, it was too long before she realized Bernard was about to snap her neck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, I would, the second fucking she realized that he was a robot, she should have been like, and I'm just going to walk over here, walk over this way. You can just stay right there. You could just stand right there. That's cool. I'm going to go up these stairs. Because also, I'm pretty sure that she could beat up Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. He, assuming he is actually a Assuming he is a human. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, the the biggest evidence now against Bernard being Arnold is the dialogue that happens right now. She's like, is this what happened to Arnold? You had Bernard go and take him in the bushes. And weirdly, Ford says... No, that's not what happened. You weren't around then, were you, Bernard? And like he asked it like a real question, mm-hmm. which it suggests that like he lost track of when exactly he built Bernard, which I feel like the answer, if it was Bern- Arnold, would be right after I killed him to replace him on this machine, as I am doing now. That's Teresa Colon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I mean, that's that's the biggest evidence I see against, but. Again, it could just be Jonathan Nolan playing with us. Yeah. I assume everything is going to be Jonathan Nolan playing it with us, especially from here on out. I'm really excited to see what fucking possible further twists they can do for the next seasons. And if this is the Uber twist, which is present in every Nolan production, mm. which... Yeah, well, we do have to re... I'm going to rewatch the whole thing now. Oh, we fucking got to now. Just to be minimally comp- competent at analyzing the show. Exactly. Um, and I... I was watching this scene, looking at Robert Ford having gone this crazy, and I was like, I'm glad we didn't get to see Steve Jobs at 75. <laughs> what a fucking maniac he'd be. Yeah. Holy shit. And and then, of course, Bernard straight smashes her head into the wall. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad that they didn't focus on it too much. It's, yeah, they backed the away a little bit. We yeah. get it. We get it. He's going to fucking murder this lady. Right. Yeah. And then move her consciousness into that body. That's That's going to be interesting because... I have always assumed that the whole man in black's goal is to upload his consciousness into a robot. So if they have that technology to do the consciousness upload, yeah, that fucking further strengthens that theory. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I don't know though. It's just it's madness. It's going to be great if we have to see the the Teresa robot doing a very bad job of convincing people that she's <laughs> Teresa. I'm very human. <laughs> hey, hey guys, I like to eat food and yeah. processes it using my organs into waste. I'm a human. I like I'm a and I'm a Danish national, guys. I, I poop it out as a piece of dark matter, like all humans. <laughs> that, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the reveal. She's gonna go to the bathroom, and somebody's gonna look in a toilet, and there's just gonna be a cube there, and they're gonna be like, <laughs> "Oh no, it's a robot!" 
And I think that pretty much takes us to the end of this that episode. That is the motherfucking episode. Oh, man. Oh, if, if ever there was a good episode for the boys to be back in town for. This is a great one. The, the classic... This this is the episode that people will be talking about when they refer to the show for better or the worse. Yeah. This is the moment where they'll be like, and that's when we knew it was a great show. Or, and that's when it really went off the rails. Like, this is... <laughs> we'll see. They got three more motherfucking episodes left in this season. And I... Uh, I Who knows if they can land it, but I have enjoyed the ride thus far. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was very critical of it going in. Yes. But I got to say, good-ass show. Good-ass show. Mm-hmm. All right, and so that's about it. Yeah. If if you want to tweet at us on Twitter, you should. Yes, you should. Just yes. just tweet o o o o o o o o h all capitals. Yeah. Oh fuck, fifteen news. And I'll respond right? <laughs> Question mark. Exactly. No spoilers, but that 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 that'd be appropriate. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at Boys Gore Swords. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Boys Gore Swords. You can find Ivan on Twitter at Ivan underscore Hernandez, and you can find Red on Twitter at Red underscore Scott. Bye. See ya.